All right, welcome back to the Best of the West. My name is Sammy. Uh, my name is Mikhail. <laughs> I'm Dallas. And we got a good show tonight. <laughs> Don't want to redo that. Mikhail is my 18, I was about to say 17, but he just had a birthday, 18-year-old nephew. And he's a senior in high school. And next year, he's going to be going to Wyoming State University. University of Wyoming. Close enough. Okay. <laughs> is, there, is there a right way or a wrong way of saying that? It's the same I'm, thing, yes, is it? I'm sure. Well, yeah. Because there's like University of Wyoming, and then there's like WyoTech, and there's like Wyoming State. And there's like three different schools. Well, we have University of San Diego, and then San Diego State University, which sounds very similar. Yeah, and then University of California, San Diego. Oh, yeah. We That's have three stupid. in San Diego. <laughs> That's why I didn't go to college. Okay. <laughs> That's really bad advice. Don't listen to that. Yeah, so I was talking to Mikhail a couple days ago about, you know, him being in school and finishing up school and kind of how they teach nowadays and what they use and the tools that they use. They, You guys work on a lot of iPads, correct? Well, like, it's weird. So, like, my – like, when I was in middle school, we were the um, first group of uh, students that had the, like, one – one laptop per student like take home program or whatever out in east county anyways mm-hmm. and so like um we were like the first ones to do like the laptops and take them home and then when i went to high school my sophomore year we were the first high school to do the take one laptop home um let me get this mic closer okay yeah no worries but yeah so we were like the for, i was the first one in middle school to like take computers home and the first one again in high school i take computers home but like now, like looking back, like my mom's a teacher in like elementary school, and, like the amount of technology that they use nowadays compared like when we first started is like, it's really different. And like I was talking like a teacher about their day, like how how they prepare so much for technology use in like uh, elementary school and like middle school even now. But then when you get to high school, we go back to like the traditional style of learning, and then college is still college. They don't really haven't changed the way college is taught, other than like you can take notes on laptops and they have like online portals and stuff like that. But like. For the most part, like... Wait a minute. So you don't have your work on iPads or laptops like you do no. in elementary school and high school? Yeah. They so, still make you do all paperwork? Yeah. So That's kind of cool. In middle school, I start, I had a computer and we did like turn everything online. And then the first day of high school, they were like, yeah, like pen and paper. Like this is how we do it in high school. We don't, we don't do computers. And still, I mean, we go to lecture halls and we take notes on pieces of paper and have a journal and like do that kind of thing. We use the computers a lot for like research. Yeah. But we don't, but like middle school, they do have like all kinds of like weird apps and games and learning things and all kinds of stuff they use like the computers for. Like we don't, we don't really do any of that. We just, yeah, we take notes and take tests. I mean, that'd be tough for like going from that transition of like sixth grade to like middle school, whatever, or middle school to high school and having to write again, like, cause you're like either writing faster your speed of it you know like well that's my thing too like why i said that it's pretty cool that they go back to you know traditional style using paper because your penmanship goes down and then also your fine motor skills like if you're not practicing that because you're typing you're typing so much on computers or using your finger using an ipad you know you're not getting those motor skills working and so it's more difficult to write for long periods of time so i think it's a good balance and i was under the perception that everything was kind of veering towards technology everything on ipads and computers yeah see like my mom me and my mom always argue about this because she's all like into the robotics and the, the coding and everything but 
Well, she works at a coding school. Yeah, so. <laughs> but it's like they teach it so much to elementary school, middle school kids. But then when they get to high school, they don't need any of that. They need the other stuff. And like I was talking about my teacher, she says like the freshmen every year are progressively getting worse at their fine motor skills and note taking because they're getting so used to like the technology. That's but crazy. why are they teaching them that if they're not going to use it? Like I think that they should teach both. I think because elementary school kids they don't they don't do penmanship anymore. They don't like They're I remember or... I remember in third grade you had to like pass each cursive letter. You had like the little cursive time test things. Yeah. Had, like and like the the mad minutes and like they like they don't do those anymore. It's all done through, like math. See, games our school and... does. So I wonder if that's. I was gonna say a myth, but it's not a myth because I know some schools don't practice yeah. cursive anymore. But I wonder if that's just like per school and their or their district's requirements, whether or not they choose to teach the children maybe it's something that's uh, up in the air it's not required so some teachers don't do it i'm not sure i'm not a teacher. because they're more of a tech school than yeah also like, i know my schools. mom's school is like one of the first tech schools so they like right because they do it. mostly everything on, on ipad or, yeah. or computer or something i know ours <clears throat> excuse me we still do a lot of paperwork which i mean is it sucks because you like you have so much actual paperwork that you have to get rid of and you know, so I understand, like, what's the word that I'm looking for? Um, not ecological. What's, like, when you want to take care of the earth. Sustainable. Environmental? Yes. That was the word I was looking for. <laughs> Environmental. <laughs> eco-friendly. So I know, like, using more iPads and stuff is eco-friendly, but I don't know at the same time. I mean, like, we use, like, computers a lot for, like, typing, too. Like, big essays and projects. We, like, we type a lot. But I mean, like, you get elementary schools and they're doing, like, I'm, I don't know if Mikey's school or Taylor's school do that, but, like, they do, like, the robotic stuff where they, like, are, like, hands-on or they have, like, the coding. I don't know. Yeah, if we don't like, have coding at our school. I think yeah. there's, like, a class. He does stuff, like, editing stuff on his but... phone or, like, do an app. Yeah. But... Like, I know, like, my mom's school, they, like, design apps and they do all kinds of, like, make games and everything. And it's, like, all that stuff's, like, cool, but then there's no, like... I don't know. I don't see any like real practical use to it though. Like your everyday, everyday knowledge. But I think the reason why they teach that though is that's the way of the future. That's what it's turning into. And you, we kind of have to accept that that's the way that technology and how the world is, that's where we're moving. So it's good that her school is teaching all of that because those are going to be jobs when they're adults. So it is teaching them. It goes away in high school. Yeah. Like it's like, it's like taught wrong, like or reverse. Like it should be like solely. Going up to coding, going up, going up to like well, his like age you learn all they learn all this coding and these robotics and all this like technology. No way, because is... you can practice it simultaneously. It shouldn't have to stop in high school. They, I mean, kids are very receptive, so they would be able to learn regular stuff plus coding and do both of it. Yeah, I'm just not like what you were saying. Up I'm to not saying it should stop. I'm saying that it does. It's like in high school, that's what the right, they, right. And yeah. then, so I think that like they need either the high school needs to do a better job of like including that in their curriculum. But then their biggest thing is like, well, if the colleges aren't going to do it, like, why would we do it? Because their jobs get you ready for college. Elementary gets you for ready for middle school, middle yeah. school for high school. So I think like it's it's hard for the high schools because at one end they want to like continue this like progression, but the other end they want to make sure you're ready for high school or college. And in college, I mean, all it is is it's lectures and you take notes and you take tests and that's the way you prove that you've learned something through your. I mean, you have your some project based classes and some other hands on classes, but for the most part, that's like how college is done. So it's like, what should the high schools do then? So what should the high schools do then? Should they continue the technology and continue these like weird hands-on coding or thing, or should they prepare for college? It's like a it's like a fine line to. to I mean, I think so. I also think it's really smart to have different trades. Like, not everybody is going to be in the technology 
field, you know, and we have a lot of hands-on training that could be beneficial. And if you're able to try that out in middle school and high school, then I think it gives you a better idea of what you want to do when you get older. Because if you don't have those electives to be able to test out certain trades or careers or um, things that you're interested in, then you're a little bit more lost when you get out of school. And then they send you off to college. Oops, sorry. They send you off to college and then they ask you, you know, like what major you want to do or what do you want to be? And you really have no idea because all you've been doing is practicing, you know, basic English and math and science. Yeah. Yeah. So if that's what you're limited to, I don't know. So I think that having trades is very important important in schools it's, and it's, i know they're going away which is really sad yeah it's interesting you remember like trades because like i know like at granite we used to have an auto shop and we used to have a wood shop and everything and those have been replaced by uh, a photo lab um a film lab and a digital arts lab which are all like new wave like technology but the problem is the teachers who used to teach wood shop and auto shop they've become those teachers now and so all they really like I, i'm in like a digital arts classes or a photo class like photo editing basically and I mean, all the teacher does is like, here, there's a YouTube video on how to do this because he doesn't know how to do it. <laughs> that's insane. And it's I mean, like, that's still a trade. At least you're learning. Yeah, but it's but... like you're not like people are learning those trades, but they're not like learning them like as full as like they could be. We do have one teacher who I actually one of my favorite teachers named Mr. Davis. He's like all he's an IB teacher, but he teaches a film class and he's actually like went to school and like he's like accredited to teach like film in his class i heard so i didn't get to take it i took his tok class but i heard his film class is awesome but besides that like all the other teachers like they don't because they're all mostly older because their high school teachers tend to be a little bit on the old like older than middle school and middle school teachers they don't want to change to like new stuff like that so they just like here find, figure it out here's a youtube video here's some points to fill your grade and that's pretty much all you do that's horrible. yeah well it's just sad like 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 Hilltop, you know, there's no more wood shop and none of that stuff anymore. I know. I had wood shop in middle school. I took that class and I never thought that I'd be interested in wood shop. It was one of my favorite classes. Yeah. I made 16 Betty Boops. <laughs> That's all I made in that <laughs> class. You have four of them still. <laughs> <I> <laughs> but it was a lot of fun. But I mean, I would have never known that that was something that I, ha- I took an interest in unless I yeah. was able well, to like try it out when I was younger. Home and ed and all that stuff. Like Fortunately, I was. You know, like we talked about before, we talked about in the past, like about how, you know, kids don't have to, you know, write a checkout or how to balance a checkbook or any of that stuff. Exactly. So let me ask you this. Do you believe that the schools need to be teaching you about balancing checkbooks? So like, I don't know. I can't speak for all schools. But I know I, I, I granted they do a good job because if you're college bound, your senior year, you're in college level classes, whereas if you're not, you're in what they call consumer classes and they teach you more like a real world application. So I know like I have friends in like the consumer English and they teach them how to write checks and they teach them how to do that stuff. I grant it anyways. And I think it is important because like that's the stuff that we don't get exposed to at all. Like I was talking to my grandpa the other day about like stocks and f- stock markets and they kind of got also I don't know. And I'm like, I've been in school for what, 12 years now, 13 years. Like you would think I would know about this by now, but I don't. Yeah. And like it's stuff that I like, I'm actually like wish I would like learn to because like I'd much rather learn about like math in that sense then i'd rather than like calculus like i'm in calculus right now and it's like what am i going to need to be able to like find the area of a geometric check i'm not i'm not i'm not going to ever <laughs> like i'd rather learn stuff that i'm actually going to use like 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 you said balancing checkbooks and like stuff like financing and stuff like that which i wish we could do but they would they we just don't have those classes yeah see i'm conflicted i'm conflicted on teaching you basic skills that you need when you grow up I mean I'm not against it let me explain (laughs) but 
I mean, yes, I think that it would be great if they incorporated that into the curriculum. However, I don't think that it should be a requirement for schools because I think that that's something that your family is supposed to teach you. Everybody kind of balances checkbooks differently and and they all live a different life. And I think that that's your family's is supposed to teach you that. And I feel like when we keep releasing all of this responsibility and we're releasing our parenting to the schools, then we kind of lose the way that we want to parent them. And so, I mean, it's unfortunate that some parents aren't going to step up and teach their kids stuff like that, but I don't necessarily think that it's like, it should be a requirement from the school. You know what I mean? I don't know. I just feel like the schools there, I mean, unless you're paying for a private school, like state funded schools are there to teach you your basic math and English and science skills to be able to, you know, grow up and be somewhat functional in society. Correct. And then you go on, oh my God, (laughs) I keep hitting my mic. And then you go on to college and, you know, that's when you learn a little bit more. I don't know. That's when you can go into depth more with things. I don't know. I totally lost my train of thought. <laughs> but, yeah, so I don't know. I'm a little conflicted on whether or not I feel like schools should have to teach you. But I do think that it's smart, especially, like, in econ classes, for you to incorporate that, like, yeah. stocks and balancing checkbooks, yeah. because that's all finance. So if they incorporated that, it would be smart. But to have a full class on it, I don't know. No, I'm not saying a dedicated class for that stuff, but, I mean, the, you should have some basic knowledge besides your English and math and stuff that you should know how to do stuff, like, in your, your life. like. But like Mikhail was saying, he's doing calculus right now. Yeah. And he's like, I don't need this. Like, yeah, I'm, this, I'm not... I know what I'm going to do with my life. I'm never, I'm not being any type of, you know, scientist or I don't even know. What do you do with calculus? <laughs> yeah, calculus is really only for like, like the engineers and yeah. like right. the physicists or whatever you want to call them. Right. And so if you could, you know, take a math or something that would be classified as a math class, but would teach you, you know, finances yeah. and stocks numbers then I, that would be sufficient. Yeah. That's smart. The problem people is... People should is, listen to us. We have uh, some ideas. The, the, <laughs> What's it called? Well, when your brain's going? It's like the wheels are spinning tonight. <laughs> well, it's like we talked before. Like, you go to college, you have to pay for these classes that you don't need to do for, like, you know, your radio class. You have to pass all these math classes just so you can take, you know, a radio class you want to take, but you have to pay for all these other things for no reason, like, at the end of it all. Well, and the other kind thing... Kind of, yeah. You know, like, the other thing that kind of sucks, too, is, like, the reason, like, why if I if I don't need calculus, like, why am I taking it? Because I need to get into college, and you know, colleges need like this, this, and this, and they want us to take like these advanced classes. But some of the classes I take are just so out there. It's like, why yeah. am I gonna need this? Like, ever, but you need it to make. And it was like one of my teachers saying how like, like our society makes you want you want if you want to go to college, you make that decision back in like sixth grade because if you don't have your good grades in middle school when you sign for high school, they're not gonna put you in honors classes your freshman year. That's bullshit, year. though, right? That's not true. I well, don't think they look at your middle school. In order to grades. get no, what I'm saying, in order to get do they? I don't know. I'm asking. Colleges no, the high school. Colleges don't, but high schools look at them to put you into honors classes freshman year. Yes, yes. And if you're not okay. in honors classes freshman year, your chance of going to college decrease. And then again, the sophomore year, you have to have freshman year honors. Right. And junior year, so like, really, like the decision, like I'm, I'm, I'm going to be in like honors classes and get like into college and stuff like that. Like it really does come in middle school because if you're not qualified in middle school to go into those honors classes like freshman year, like you're kind of like it's really hard to get into them once you're like on the outside of it or whatever. And so I feel like the way our society is like, it's like you have to make that decision like way too soon. Like when I was in sixth grade, I was like, Oh, I'm going to be a professional football player. Like, I mean, I didn't have no clue what I was going to like. Yeah. I had like, but it's like, it sucks because that's kind of like one of the like important times, like that we've made it to be important. Like we don't allow kids to like, like at my high school, it's like divided. Like you have the group of kids who are in like 
the the college prep class or the consumer classes and they're like already they're like hands-on like technical skills because like they've the schools are decided like they're gonna go in and work right out of high school and then you have the other group of kids who are like in all the honors classes and the ibap classes and are going to like college seminars and they're getting like college visits and stuff like that because like the schools are decided like that's what they're going there to college and it's like it's really hard to like switch over once you're like put in that like and it sucks like i have friends who like screwed around their first years of high school and read like junior year like dude like what am i gonna do in two years like i don't want like i need to like figure out like whatever they oh i want to go to school but it's kind of like too late for that because now when they turn their like call because you you apply for college junior year and a junior year beginning of senior year it's like if you don't have all those honors classes and those like competitive classes like college aren't gonna look at you yeah they're looking at you but you can always do community college if you oh, yeah. didn't well, get the best grades. Yeah, but he's saying that like if you start looking at that stuff for your middle school or like in sixth grade, right? That far advance, then it's a little easier for you. But then you also can't be a kid because you have to like yeah. take everything totally. so serious. Because like if you want to get, do you think in... that you took it so serious though because you you instilled those morals from your parents? Not every yeah parent is truly trying to make their kid the best they're you know they can be and guide them in yeah and like also like i was kind of lucky because like in elementary school like the school i went to like a smaller school and i was like pretty like ahead of my class so i've never really challenged and then even in middle school like i was a smart kid so i picked up on stuff easy so Mm -hmm. i got i got the grades pretty easily so i didn't really have to like put in as much effort but like i still stayed up with like the great grades so when i went to high school i already was in those honors classes and it wasn't really until high school to where i was like really like challenged but i was already in the honors program so, so then from there it really didn't matter what happened before because that's because I, I really i think i realized i think it was about freshman year i was sitting i, I actually remember i was sitting in class and i'm like the odds of me actually going pro or like doing something like that are really slim like right. i need to find something else out and then i remember like i'm like well i'm glad that i'm in these honors classes now because now i have an opportunity to like do good these next four years and get into a four-year college so let's talk about that for a second because we're 20 minutes in and we haven't really talked about your classes so how many honor classes honors classes do you take well like like the senior year like all so far of high school like throughout high school oh i mean well so like every semester every this is my like this is the way this is my like path i guess so um freshman year i was in honors classes and then my school offers one freshman ap class and i took that so i was in like the highest the most challenging class you can take. And then my sophomore year, you also, same things, all honors class, and they out for one AP class you can take. And so I took that class. And then it's really after that, your junior, senior is where you get divided if you're in the honors program. So either you go AP or IB. AP is advanced placement, like what college have had forever. IB is international baccalaureate. It's like a new, not new, it's actually been around since like the 40s, but it's basically, it's a worldwide program where all your stuff's done like throughout the whole world. And it was started by like a bunch of uh, um, aristocrats, or whatever, like in like foreign countries, because they want their kids to have like a higher education or whatever. Right. But now it's like an international program, so you pick which one of the two. AP huh. is just regular. You have AP classes. You can AP test at the end of the year. IB is like way more than that. There's actual like program requirements, but IB is the one that's like more like strenuous and it's like the harder program. And the thing is like when you take your college applications, the first thing they ask you was, did you take the hardest classes you were offered? And if you don't take at my school anyways, if you don't take IB, you can't check that box off. Other schools that don't offer IB, you can take AP. So I went the IB route. But so that meant that my uh, junior year, I had seven classes, all of them are college level or higher. There's like actual master's level work that was involved, which is like insane for a junior to do. And it was in foreign language, uh, environment and societies. I mean, your standard math, English, 
um, we had like all, uh, we had it's called theory of knowledge, which is about kind of like your place in the world, like how everything's interconnected and like the theory of like how we know what we know and like philosophy. And then your senior year, you have to, uh, it's five classes and then you finish up the theory class and then that's the year. And so it's, it's all college level classes. And then over the two years you have an emphasis. So mine was in biology. So I took an advanced biology class, a two year course. So it was like f- directly from like a college basically. And then on top of that, you have to do like a big research term paper for each class. And then you do like an extended essay for your whole program. And you have to do a service project and you have to do interview. I mean, it's like, it's a strength. It's like crazy. And like the crazy thing is none of it's like, I do it at Granite, but like my papers are graded by like a professor in like Taiwan or like, like like all over the world. I've I've had professors in Canada that have graded my, it's like crazy. Like how, like whatever it is, but I'm finishing that up right now. But like, and what's your GPA right now? So my GPA right now. And actually, I even made it go down because it's such a hard program. But college is like it's kind of funny. So like when they look at your like applications, they have one stack for all the regular applicants, and then they have another stack separate for IB students. We get put like a different stack, but they both take the same acceptance rate from both stacks. Okay. But so if you only have ten IB students and a hundred of the other students, and it's forty percent acceptance rate, four of those ten IB kids are getting taken, right. whereas only four. You know, so it's like you 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 better your odds, but. So my I think my final GPA graduating is like a four point four something. Jesus. <laughs> and you said it went down because of that. But the funny thing is that you, you, like, I know. you guys all react to that, but I'm like I'm like I think number six in my class now or number seven. I'm like, like there's kids that are like above me. We had a kid wow. this year that got an MIT, which is like What's really an MIT. Um, it's the one in Boston. I don't know what like MIT the, stands for. It's like really. You know, have you seen uh, the movie Goodwill Hunting? Yeah, it's like the call. I give smartest oh, people. Oh, yeah, oh, MIT. Okay. I'm sorry. Like, yes, I should know MIT. I thought you were talking about an acronym for something, and I'm like, what does that mean? I mean, aside from the university. Yes. Okay. I'm I don't. Sorry. Even, I don't even really know what it, actually the acronym stands for though. Isn't it like Massachusetts something Tech? I don't. I don't know something what it is. Like, Institute of Tech. I don't know. It's Come a really on. that school is really hard to get into. So I was a C average student in school. So. <laughs> since freshman year you've been taking six classes six classes or more yeah or seven so classes or more freshman yeah freshman year i took seven sophomore year i took six and then the last two years i've taken seven yeah that's crazy so this year i could have taken six but um it's crazy like i'm on all ibs and all honors classes and then my counselor told me this year like oh you haven't filled your art requirement so you're not going to be graduating this year it's like dude i've, I've taken like you're really like gonna, you're really gonna tell classes. me like art is that's the what one i'm talking thing. about it's like i mean that's like the first class that i like checked off because so it was this like year. the easiest one that was the most interesting and you're like art <laughs> well whatever I, I actually i was gonna take art but i was able to get like a waiver to take a, a photo instead because like a, it's a performing art so i'm yeah. taking a photo this year which is like that's actually kind of a cool class because like a lot of times she'll just like figure it out on her own, mm-hmm. and I figure out some pretty cool like photo editing and Photoshop stuff, which is kind of cool, and like yeah. some video editing. So it's actually not a bad class. But you'll use it when you go to school, like yeah, you're out, yeah. out hiking, whatever. You're gonna be you'll probably take photos and stuff. Oh and yeah, editing your own stuff. Yeah, I've, I've already I've already used those. Yeah, so it'd be cool. Skills. So when you go to Wyoming State University, did I say that correct? University of Wyoming. Oh my god, University. I did it twice in a row. I'm the worst. <laughs> When you go to the University of Wyoming, yeah, what are you planning to major in? So I'm actually double majoring in uh, environment and natural resources, and then uh, wildlife biology management. So what's your goal? What is? I mean, what career path can you take with that? Uh, well, so my dream, I guess, the job would be is I want to work as like a field biologist for a department, but I want to specifically like wildlife, so like project biology. So like they do anything from like rehab, like rehab of like a ecosystem or like reintroducing like a new animal or like they do all kinds of stuff like that. Um, but 
there's not like a whole lot of that job opportunity. I mean, there are, there are plenty, but not like booming as it is, but that's why the double major with like the environment, and natural resources, like you can use that for pretty much anything. Cause like, I mean, SDG and E needs, uh, environmentalists nowadays, like every construction company needs to get their permits passed beforehand. So that's like my fallback. So if I can't find like work as like a biologist right away, I can fall back on work for like an environmental company like that. You're so not like, going to work in San Diego. You're not going to no, go home. Just I'm so scared he's right. going to leave and not come home. I have, oh my gosh, something in my eye. But aside from that, I have a theory of what's going to happen when Mikhail goes off to college. We're all leaving California. Mikhail's going to move to Wyoming, right? And then soon after, my sister and my brother-in-law and my other niece and nephews are going to leave and follow him to wyoming <laughs> after about i'd say a year and a half because they're gonna miss him and so i really think they're gonna be like we want to get out of california anyways our son's over here you know like let's just do it so they're gonna go yeah they've talked about it already and then if my sister's about family leaves, <laughs> yeah, they've talked about it by the way and then if my sister's family leaves then my mom is going to have to leave eventually and her husband is going to be completely on board because he has nothing tying him to california also he's from pennsylvania i think that he's kind of cool with whatever and so i think that if half the family goes then he's going to be like oh i want to go to wyoming so they're going to pick up and go (laughs) and then we'll just be here by ourselves (laughs) and then eventually We'll be like, yeah, we'll, no, we'll have like, a, we'll get like a place up there. Like, so thanks for starting the trend. That's we'll, my we'll, yeah. we'll get like a house up there. Like, there's something like that to go visit you guys. I don't want to see you guys. There. Yeah, but just because we moved in the same state doesn't mean that we would see them every day. We live in the same city and we don't see them every day. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, but San Diego's a big city though. Yeah. Is Wyoming a big It's a big state, but well, small well, towns. Why, why, big state, that's what I meant. I know put it this way. Wyoming, the state of Wyoming is the fifth largest state in our United States and it is like the second least populated state. Yeah. It has a 500,000 uh is it 500,000 citizens is the population of Wyoming. See, that that's sounds less, so nice. That's less than like anywhere it's around like, here. It's like less than Chula Vista, like I mean it's, yeah. it's less than everything. It sounds so nice, but I think I would miss the city. I like having everything yeah. so close. Like if I forgot something at the store and like my kids are involved in all these activities so we're always running around or forgetting something whatever. I like that everything is so close but i don't like how overpopulated it is at the same though like you're talking about like we're so busy so it's nice that everything's so close but when you're moving out of a country like that everything slows everything slows down so you don't have to worry about how far something is yeah yeah i guess so i don't know i feel like i would go into like pioneer woman mode where i'm just out (laughs) on a ranch they have nice cities nobody's around me (laughs) if if i gotta go to the store it's gonna take me three days so i better stock up i go to the grocery store once a month i never leave my pasture like (laughs) this whole idea (laughs) like it's funny because like at the at the college or whatever we were getting our tour and like oh yeah you see that building there i'm like oh yeah i see it and like yeah that's our residence hall like oh cool what like what's so cool about it Oh, it's the tallest building in Wyoming. And I was like, really? <laughs> and it's 12 stories. It's the tallest okay. building in the entire state. And I'm just like, I'm pretty sure there's taller buildings in El Cajon than that. Right. Like, right. That's, that's I'm pretty big. sure there's taller apartment buildings. <laughs> it's just like crazy. Like everything there is still like, like smaller. But like there's like benefits that they're like, they're like, I think for like traffic, they're like one of like the least, have like the least amount of traffic in like all 50 oh, states. Oh, that's going to be so nice. Because there's like, like there's no one ever on the road because there's no one there. Right. <laughs> like, well, that and the highways are just yeah. Highways get bad for too. miles. Yeah. So are you excited to go? I'm excited to go. Yeah. 
I think it's. I think that was like the best fit for me out of like the school. I agree. Yeah. It was, and they offered you a, a sweet deal. Yeah, I can't really turn down what they offered me. But like, but like, just like now, like I don't see myself living in Wyoming forever. I think it was just the best opportunity for college. But I mean, I kind of agree. Like, it is like pretty cool that it's pretty like barren and like it's like the cowboy state. And it's, but I would eventually probably like, I still want to stay in the mountains, but like maybe like Montana or Idaho where there's a little bit more of like the creature thing so to speak of because yeah but that's still close to where you will be at yeah see yeah, i don't know so if close. you're ever gonna come back to like the big city i, I yeah. mean i hope see, i think El Cajon ruined it for me because <laughs> living in elkhorn <laughs> is terrible and so i like to hear that from someone who lives in elkhorn because most people are like oh elkhorn's the best no elkhorn anyone who tells you elkhorn's a good place to live is lying to your face elkhorn like, is you're literally you're... the worst city on the planet I you're, <laughs> like you're saying earlier the twitter account is saying yeah they have a, yeah they, they have tweakers <laughs> elkhorn twitter account it's that bad you go down second street after like I think it's 10 o'clock and there's like wars between like the homeless tribes where they have like spears and stuff. And, like oh, they, like, they like attack God. each other and like steal their shopping carts. I mean, it gets really like heated sometimes. It's kind of a scary place to be at night. Yeah. Second Avenue has gotten, it was gotten really bad. bad. Yeah. Is it second Avenue or second street? I don't know. Second. Second. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Second. Yeah. And but main street's really second's bad. Second's weird. Cause like it's all the food and all like the gas station are all down second. And then, like know, once you, so gross but you dirty. go to like the east of second and it's all like the nice kid, like nice neighborhoods to go to like granite. And then you go to like the west of second. It's all like the really like crappy neighborhoods to go to El Cajon Valley. So it's like right where like they meet in the middle. Right. right. There. It's kind of weird. El Cajon Valley is pretty rough. Yeah. I, I, I've like, been there a couple times. We had like a, our, one of our onsite subs at granite. He's pretty cool he like hangs out with us because he's like younger he used to be honest at El Cajon Valley he's like was telling us like they have like riot control drills and they have like stabbing drills and stuff. I'm like we like we've never seen that at Grant and he was saying like yeah I was there for a year and there was like seven stabbings and I'm like that's, that's crazy oh like gosh. at a high school like I can't imagine having to go to school like hey like gotta like strap up today because I might get stabbed like that's yeah. crazy that's crazy I feel bad cause, like how do you focus in class if like all you're thinking about is like oh someone's gonna beat yeah. me up right? or stab me or see but that's not a new thing that always happens you know in rough schools they've yeah. always had issues like yeah. that like walking through medical checkers just crazy and... I mean yeah but I mean that's been going on for yeah. decades and decades you know yeah. which is crazy it just goes to show some things don't change it's okay. sad sorry do you with all the school work you've done, like hard work in school. Yeah. Do you feel like you miss anything out growing up as a kid? Um, Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. Well, yes and no though, because like, I think I've done a pretty good job of still being like social and yeah. like going on to my friends and stuff. I think that like things I've missed out on as being a kid, I would say, or there's other reasons I've attributed that more than my schoolwork. I yeah. think it's like a different, like the, atmosphere of like what the day like that's like what the day we live in today is like just different from like like my dad told me stories like when he was a kid like riding his bike down to like the beach from his house like if i was like mom carry my bike down to like the beach she'd be like are you kidding me like no you're not riding your bike there's like busy streets and like yeah it's like parent like there's so much like i don't know if parents are just because they the my my parents did such crazy stuff that now they're like oh like realizing like that was pretty dangerous so they won't let me do it but like it's just different. Like you can't like let people like walk down down like you wouldn't like yeah. let your kids walk down the street to go to like the store like all by themselves. Well, you I know? think it's just you have more awareness of like yeah. of I was gonna say you have more awareness of dangers. But again, I feel like we live in the most safest time. But I feel like the way society is and how they 
tell you to raise your kids is like you know fearful you can get hurt you can get abducted all these things like helicopter parent your children and so that's kind of the direction we've gone and so i feel like that's probably why we don't allow our kids to do things that maybe our parents you know let us do you also grew up in alcohol okay (laughs) (laughs) but like you don't miss that it's not like because yeah I, I agree. But I mean, when it comes to his dad riding his bike down, like down to the beach, yeah. back in the days too, I think people kind of respected you parent the way you want to parent, unless yeah. you're like physically abusing and neglecting your child, you know, yeah. at that, like people are entitled to raise their kids however they want. And so if you wanted to let your kid at 13 ride down to the beach, I mean, that's your prerogative. Like, yeah. hey, be safe. That's, I mean, you're taking that on as a, the responsibility you know, you as the parent. But now if somebody saw that, they would be reporting you to the police. CPS would be involved. It'd be a whole issue. So now we have to be like, no, we can't do things. You can't go do stuff because I can get in trouble because somebody can report me for neglecting my kids. We live in a fucked up time. Sorry. (laughs) I definitely feel like though, like since I've gotten like my driver's license though, because like really really once that I have my parents kind of like let go of the reins a little bit, like you're old enough to like figure it out yourself. And I feel like that is when like I really had like my first like freedom. And that's like when... I think, like, the whole, like, social life and, like, things you do as a kid. Like, I got to experience a lot of cool stuff once I was able to, like, drive. You know, like, because before, like, your parents can tell you, like, oh, no, you can't, like, go ride your bike down here. You can't go. But once you have a car, it's, like, they really have no excuse to tell you you can't go do stuff. And so I think, like, since then, I've, I think I've lived, like, the high school life or whatever. But I don't think, I wouldn't say school works, like, what has, like, if I didn't feel like I, I lived, like, you know, that you missed out because the reason is we, that what you're we watch yeah you know watch you grow up you, you still play sports you yeah so you know go to the beach or whatever go to the water park it's not like you had to stay at home like you're doing homework yeah. constantly on the weekends or whatever like every weekend it's all it, when do you do homework too it's all time I'm management over really. there all yeah. the time and i never see you do homework I, i'm just like i always see you walking around <laughs> i'm just like <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's two things i do like to do and you wrestled you know like yeah it's just it's really just like i've figured out early. like i i have friends who didn't figure it out till late and they you know they had those late nights but i figured out early like, it's all time management yeah like if i'm in the class and i'm listening to like my english teacher lecture about something stupid like grammar i'll be like, all right cool i'll get my math homework done and i'll do my math homework while she's talking and then there like you, you know what i mean like so like like a lot of teachers like will post their like they'll post their lectures like online. I'm like, okay, cool. I don't need to listen to this. Then I'll do my homework. Right. And then like, like for practice. Do they get mad or do they allow you to do that? They know the students that like are just ignoring them just to ignore them. And they know the students who are ignoring them because they're managing their time. I think they're good at like, kind of like picking that out. So I've never had an issue with the teacher telling me like, Hey, you need to like pay attention. Like some days, like when they're like, I, I, I do like the IB program better because it's a lot of like lecture and like discussion based. And like when we're actually having like discussions, I like love to like talk and say my opinions like those I'm like more like interacted with, but like, like when it's just teachers talking, like I can get that off off of, off her notes. I don't need to like listen to her like talk and talk. And yeah, talk you're, and you talk. Can right. look at it, read about it later. Yeah, and then like also like for time management, like I I sports like you said, I, my practice aren't until like three thirty. Sometimes they're like four thirty, and I get done at two thirty usually. Yeah. And it's like I'm not I don't have time. I, it's gonna be a waste of gas. Go all the way home and come back so yeah. I get my homework done. I well, what about when you have hours. to do like um, research papers and stuff? Yeah, research is a little hard. A lot of times, uh, like some of like our research based classes, they like kind of, kind of like a college class is. They give you your topic, they give you like a little bit of guidance, and then you pretty much have like the chunk of the time to work on it. And so you get a lot of stuff done like in class. But a lot of stuff I do, it's actually kind of weird. I don't know why. Like on like weekends, I feel like when I wake up early, like on the weekend, like not super early, I wake up in the morning, do it, like first thing in the morning is like when I get stuff done better because I haven't been like distracted. Sometimes like, my big papers, like I'll like leave the house or like 
if I'll like go somewhere and do it or some of those like in my like when I wake up before I even go downstairs like get distracted I like get like I need an hour done of work and then I can yeah, like have the rest of the day mind. to like do whatever I want and so like, that's what I like for me like work but yeah I don't know like I, I just try to manage it so that I have the least amount of work when I get home and then if I do have to have homework I try to do it during the weekdays so that my weekends are like pretty free because yeah. that's when I get to go out and do stuff. Well, it's, you have it more figured out than me. Well, as I say, it's good to hear that because, like, say, like you know, say if some other kids listen to this and like they're like, I don't like, you know, like I don't have time for that, but you did like, yeah. you still, you know, did high school sports, wrestling, football. Yeah, you still did all the side stuff. You did like you go out hunting with your dad and stuff almost yeah. every weekend and stuff, and you still accomplished all the paperwork, all the homework, and yeah. got a, a college scholarship. Yeah all at the same time just because of time management which i think you know i mean i suck at time management yeah totally. <laughs> As I was I'm, I'm really like grateful i figured it out early because like i said i had friends who would be like you know like they'd be like oh go to school oh i was up till two in the morning last night doing work i'm like really like yeah. I, I was watching netflix at like nine like, right. <laughs> like you know like and like right. i'm glad i figured that out sooner rather than yeah. later because like i had friends like freshman year sophomore year, they got they went to, to lunch after school and they had all these cool things went down to the beach like on like mini days like yeah. that and then they'd be up like super late doing homework and I'd be like, then on the weekends and they're all trying to catch up on all their work. That's when I got to go out and do like the cool yeah. stuff. And it's like, I don't know. Some people work better that way though. They work better when they're under pressure, like late at night. That's so me. like that. Yeah. For I'm me, a procrastinator, it but I feel like I write my best stuff when I'm on the clock. Like I have a deadline yeah. and I, ha and I always do that. And I always try to like have better time management and, you know, if it's a research paper or an essay I have to write, I try to give myself enough time. I try to start it and, you know, do a little bit each day, but it's not. And I've done that before and I don't get as good of a grade as when I work under pressure. I feel like I, yeah. I just, yeah. you know, I see, I kind of like a mix though, because what I usually do is I like gather my research first, all my articles, all my sources. And I kind of like make like a little, like, I don't, so I don't always write it down, but I make a little outline. So like I kind of know like where, how I'm going to flow. And then right when I like, after knowing that the first thing I do is I get I start once I can get like a paragraph started and like get like my intro like and I'm under like I've put in like pen to the paper then I'll usually wait until like a couple days before because like as long as I've gotten started it's really easy for me just to pick up follow my outline and get everything done super quick but if I the, the hardest part for me is always starting like once I have like an idea in my head for an outline I've started it then I can wait till last second and just jam through it but if I wait till last second to do all of that is when I can't I can't put together good thoughts yeah Right. So I can like mix both of them. I like plan ahead, but then also once I'm like, okay, I'm comfortable now, then I just wait until the end. That's right. A great habit though for you when you get older though, like because when you finish college and yeah. you start your career, to have that that habit already is great because when you start having kids or you have other stuff to do, take care of like you know you you know how to you can take care of that stuff. Yeah. You know? Time management is a great thing to yep. have. Something that we can all work on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but good for you. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, dude. That's cool. You should cool. be very proud of yourself. I'm super That's proud awesome. of you. I'm like a proud aunt over yeah. here. I couldn't even imagine how your mom feels right now. I'm I, like, I mean, that's my nephew. <laughs> me and your dad's talked about it a bunch of times. And I still trip out. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's awesome. I know. Like, how did I come out of, like, my two parents? <laughs> Not trying to throw shade at them or anything. Well, your, your dad always talks about how, like, he's like, I don't take any credit for it, but it's, you know, at the same time, I think, you know, your they should take should a lot of credit lot, for it. Give themselves a lot more yeah. credit yeah. than they Well, do. it was, like, like funny, like, me and my mom, like, I think it was sophomore, junior, I don't know. One of the years, we had, like, a, there was, like, an awards banquet or whatever, and they were, like, talking about, like, me and this other kid were, like, tied for, like, this one I was still tied for valedictorian, and the other kid, his parents, one is, like, a... a number puncher for like nasa 
and then the the wife is like a lawyer mm-hmm. and then like oh like what do your parents do like um my dad builds houses and my mom's a teacher like and, like and it's like <laughs> i'm the valedictorian like i'm an average kid. yeah no like, but you, what's awesome about that it's american dream right there like you know family like yeah you yep, know your exactly. dad being a hard worker your mom going you know all school years of school and now she's a teacher yeah you know it's like you know you don't, it shows you don't have to have like some crazy line of you know people in your family yeah. to be smart or like to accomplish big things because yeah. a lot of what you do too is not mental. that your parents haven't accomplished big things like that yeah. but <laughs> <laughs> but i mean what like like you said time management is a mental thing yeah. like everything you do like you have the mentality to be yeah. able to balance all of that and discipline you know which yeah. is something i mean i struggle with discipline i'll struggle with discipline my whole life i mean that's just who i am and that's how some people are you uh, know but some people like you it just comes naturally too because looking at your parents i mean <laughs> no that sounded really bad well, <laughs> cut that. Cut that. that's not what i meant i, <laughs> I mean it's not something that like time management it's not something that was like naturally like they're you know like how yeah. you are in school and yeah. they know that. I know, you know, because I think how you are in school is not a normal thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, but not I mean, everybody has a 4.5 yeah, GPA and has taken all honors classes yeah. and yeah. can balance sports and school and a social life and a girlfriend and a good relationship with their parents yeah. and being a responsible, you know, yeah. brother, brother and all that stuff. So with all of that, do you feel pressure sometimes? Oh, yeah. To there's perform? Always, there's always pressure. Better? Yeah. yeah, like, I mean, yeah, there's always been pressure. Like, I know, like... Like, grades are one of the biggest ones for me. Cause I'm like but I mean, worried. pressure from other people or pressure from yourself? It's both, really. I mean, it's it, it started from other people, and now it's kind of grown to, like, being me. Because, like, I, like, I got to keep this up. Like, I can't. That's good pressure and, to have, though. And it's, like... It is. It is. It's I like agree. Half the time, it's like... It's not a bad thing to have. If I'll get, like, a bad grade or something, it's me that's, like, kicking my own butt before my parents even find out about it. Because I'm like, dang it. Like, I really, like... I, I know, like... It's more, like, my own pressure than is my parents my parents have kind of like it started with them being like hey like what about this grade but like now it's just kind of like i've i realized like it's like oh it's all it's my i realize now like that it's like it's it's me that's putting the pressure on myself because like i know what like what's at stake and like what i could like accomplish while i keep things up and whatever so it's more now it's me putting the pressure that mindset is such a like winner mentality you know if you look at anybody who's successful whether they're a musician or whether they play sports or like you know, you in the education field going that way, um, if that made any sense at all. But uh, if you look at everybody's background who's really like made it some way in life, you know, quote unquote, whatever, they all say it's all perseverance. Like you're doing it because you know that you can do better. Somebody who, you know, is a professional athlete has pushed themselves and said the same thing and puts pressure on themselves and goes, I know I could do better. Just like what you're doing with your education. You believe in yourself. Yeah. Same thing with musicians doing the same thing. I could do better. I could do better. And when I truly truly believe again going back to like manifestation but discipline is a better word i guess really disciplining yourself and time management you can do anything if you really really want to i mean if you operate like that like how you operate yeah well it's like yeah like our like i don't know like our generation that we have like now like we're we have the best opportunity than anyone before us if that makes sense because like we've seen we have like my parents got to see how their parents grew up and their parents got to see how their parents grew up, but I guess how my parents agree. Like, so I have the most to work with, I guess, so to speak, like our generation does. And I think that's why like you see in everything, sports are getting so much better because now we have the Michael Jordans to look to. We have the, yeah. you know, we have these big, like people to look back and like, Oh, that's how they did it. Like I'm going to do it better. Right. And it's like the people that come after us, they're going to look back and be like, Oh, that's how that generation did. Like I'm going to do it better because they've seen that. 
Yeah. Like, people were saying, like, I, I, I don't know who Chance the Rapper is. Mm-hmm. He, he was saying how, like, he was. I'm not that old. Okay. <laughs> he's I'm the s- cool aunt. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. He was giving a speech about. He was talking about. about I think it was about Beyonce right. or something. And he was saying, like, why is Beyonce the greatest performer of all time? Like, because she had something that Michael Jackson didn't have. Is she had Michael Jackson. She got to watch him perform. Yeah. And, like, be able to, like, shape her way. And someone who will come after her will be way better at performing right. and then hers. Like, I think that's, like, like, the thing is, like, people like say, like, oh, like you're so successful, like, yeah, but I've had so much to like look on. But those on would be considered see. role models. Yeah, you just have yeah. more and more role models. Yeah, so it's like each generation to. gets more. Like, I, totally. Do you know who Thomas Mouth this is? Mm-mm. Okay, so Thomas Mouth and, and Isaac, you know, you know who Isaac Newton is, right? Yes. In a lot of things, like he said it best. He said, like, he, he had a quote. It's like, for I've seen so far, I stood on the shoulders of the giants before me. And he was saying, like, I made all these discoveries, but it's only because I got to have all this stuff before me that I got to look back on. Right. And it's like people like nowadays, like they're like what we've done, like in our generation, it's all because we have like so much more than like ever before. Like they're like back to technology use. We have so much technology like at our hands, like to use. It's like crazy about what our generation is going to be able to do. But then it's like the generation after that, like a lot of people are like, oh, like the new generations like are terrible and blah, blah, blah. Like I'm actually like hopeful because I feel like yeah. we're going to have the best opportunity, like life changing things. Like the cure for cancer was never a thing like 20 years ago. They're like, oh, it's it's hopeless. Yeah. And it's like now we're like on the cutting edge of yeah. like curing a lot of cancers. Right. Well, I think that the research and data is more accessible now yeah. than ever before. Right. Well, true. And each generation is more advanced than the last, naturally progressing, right? But I also think with naturally progressing, you're always going to have new battles that come with that. So same thing where you said like, you know, we're going to be able to do things that were never done before and stuff like that, which is absolutely true, was still true for the generation in 1920 when they said, you know, we're going to be doing things that you would never even imagine. I mean, think about somebody who was born in 1920 and somebody, I mean their lifespan i mean you go through technology color tvs you go through you know microwaves tv dinners yeah, like you know stuff. crazy like there's so many different things yeah. that they've seen in their lifetime too so i feel like every generation feels like that and every generation feels like the generation after them sucks i think that's part of it so when you're my age the, you the know, generation 17 year olds yeah. you're gonna you're not gonna be able to stand yeah. <laughs> yeah. but i do think that it's really bad to generalize because like you you're not every 17 yeah. year old kid so if i generalize i'm also saying that about you which yeah. isn't true and then a lot of people millennial wise who talk about millennials say a lot of things that aren't true about me so i don't like generalizing i think it's yeah. stupid but like i think like our like climate of like society right now is like we generalize everything totally yeah. and like, we shouldn't and it, but then we complain about being generalized part. yeah right. exactly right yeah. how funny generalizing Eight happens in and... every like aspect of our society right now i know like it's society crazy is so the very judgmental crazy. society society is and has and always will be crazy yeah. though yeah you know but see, I, I, it'd be interesting to see like people 20 years ago would they say the same thing about how our side, how their side should be changing then is like we are changing now. Like it's like a, a common like change or is it our, well, we're changing different. That's, That's what a I great want. point, Mikhail, to bring into what we are going to do. Let's see <laughs> if things have changed over 20 years. I told Mikhail to bring his yearbooks which he so he comes over to my house and then he proceeds to tell me that apparently he only gets a yearbook in the fifth grade the eighth grade and his senior year so we have two yearbooks to work with 
it's gonna have to work. Because you guys got his yearbook yet. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So there's no signatures in it. But I asked him to bring his yearbooks because I'm curious to know what people wrote in yearbooks during his time and yearbooks during my time. So I'm going to read some of the things that my friends <laughs> wrote me. Hopefully none of them are listening because they're pretty funky. Okay, first of all, I'm going to start. I have my one of my high school yearbooks. I'm actually going to start with my middle school yearbook. Yes, yeah, so I have my middle school Which is the here. worst yearbook, I mean, in terms of people writing stuff in here. Middle, middle school, school kids are, kids weird. are the, they're so weird <laughs> they're and so they're the weird. worst they are mean and gross and middle school kids feel like they are grown like i remember myself in middle school i thought i knew it all and it's funny because the older i get the less i realize i know like the world is much bigger than yeah. i you know ever thought it was but some of this stuff, like reading this, I'm like, my child's going to be in middle school next year. And I couldn't imagine his friends talking to him like this. And I can't even imagine I'm about to read this in front of my nephew. Because I'm like, some of this <laughs> some stuff Some of the stuff in here, like, I'm worried to read, like, out loud. So what, okay, what yearbook do you have, Mikhail? So I have my eighth grade yearbook and I have my fifth grade yearbook. Cool. Let's start with eighth grade. Okay. 2015. <laughs> eighth grade, and then you have your fifth grade yearbook. Fifth grade Let's yearbook start too. with your fifth grade okay. yearbook, because then I'll do eighth grade, and then you'll do eighth grade, and I'll do my high See, school. I feel like fifth grade, though. Like, I mean, yeah. it's like our first like time we like signed yearbooks, so everyone just read the same thing All over right. and over. Have again. a great summer. It, that like the entire first page, <laughs> hags, 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 hags. I mean, everyone just writes. Like we got so lazy that we didn't write. Have I didn't even know anymore. that Hags was an acronym until right now. Oh, Nobody that's how that's how lazy we got. Instead of like have a great summer, we all put Hags. Hags. We wrote it so many times in people's yearbooks. Like this first page, one, two, three, four, five, six people put Hags. On the oh, that's crazy. Speaking of, I have one. This is my middle school yearbook from seventh grade, which is in two thousand one. I'm old. It says, "Sup, hope you have a great summer." See you next year. Love, Paul. <laughs> so that one was like nice and innocent. See, the only like like personalized ones I got like in my fifth grade was like my teacher. Like my teacher wrote me like a big like paragraph, but like everyone else just wrote. They signed. They, <laughs> you had a people, teacher sign your yearbook. Some people just put their name. I had a teacher sign my yearbook. Yeah, because your teacher probably permanent on you. It was a dude. <laughs> most most people like in fifth grade literally just wrote their names or they wrote hags. Like no one actually wrote any like. That's the other thing with his like generation. All right, read me another one. From fifth grade, sure. Like, yes. And then, like, this is actually funny. So this kid right here named Noe, he literally wrote "I'm Noe" across two <laughs> <full> pages. <laughs> and the funny thing is, this dude was like the biggest clown, like back in like um, like elementary school. And now he's like super quiet, doesn't really ever talk, and he's like totally not like that anymore, which is like really weird. Like he totally. But then then this kid, he wrote "I'm Dawson" on the whole page. <laughs> it's still like that, where he's just so weird and goofy and like. <laughs> We were weird in, in yeah. elementary school. Fifth grade. Well, this one's a little, I mean, this, I'm three years ahead at this point in my yearbook. But I found one from my boyfriend in seventh grade. And I won't say his name, but anybody who knew me in middle school knows who my boyfriend in seventh grade was. Well, I had a few. Hold on. <laughs> the only, I, it was the only white kid that I dated in the seventh grade, but I dated him for a long time. So I'm sure that. If people are listening and have known me for a long time, they know who this is. But anyways, this is what he wrote me. Says, what up? With an arrow mark going up, by the way. Wow. Well, I, and then it's crossed out. <laughs> and then it says, whoops. Okay. Hope you have a great summer. 
I hope you still want to be friends, but if you don't, I understand. I didn't mean to hurt you if I did, because you are a very nice and hot girlfriend, but I think this was going to happen anyway, so I stopped it before our relationship Seventh got grade really breakups serious. Are brutal. <laughs> End of the world. It's not done. Well. Oh, wow. <laughs> a long one he's that asshole <laughs> if you want to get together pages. during the summer that will be fun but if you don't that's all right too it's your choice well i had a great three months with you and i'll miss you peace out okay i thought it was a long time it was three months three three months and in, in middle is school is a long time right? that's really long yeah. i felt like it was like years that's, that's probably long in why, high school it was at like this a quarter point. of my life in seventh grade yeah it's 12 years old i spent like half the year with that kid that's not true a quarter what the f- <laughs> well a school year though is only like what eight months yeah that's so true almost half yeah close enough oh my Round god up. but some of these so i get like it's not too bad some of them eh. like here's one this is from a kid named brandon i remember him he moved away in eighth grade but he says samantha brandon here i hope you <laughs> i was gonna know who's ryan here. <laughs> <laughs> he's like i you know i didn't want to wait to the end who wrote that i'm happy you wrote that in there in case you were wondering it's brandon here it's not like he's like doing like a, like a podcast brandon here on today's show we're going to we're going to talk about how much himself. i love samantha oh he's writing himself as a third person i hope you have a great summer stay oh my god i can't say golden say golden Andy. <laughs> it says stay <laughs> stop it <laughs> it says stay hot wink okay why is everybody calling me hot in seventh grade i feel well, very because, like, uncomfortable okay, like in middle school every girl was like hot to everybody yeah. maybe that's why they're all, they're all they're all growing always just writing like you're so hot i don't know it's so weird anyway i hope you and the guy's message that I just wrote, stay cool and all. You better not forget about me. You're a really nice person. For the most part, anyway. <laughs> For the most part, anyway. In parentheses. Well, it's a good note that nothing's in changed. In parentheses. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're so kind. And stay... F- oh, my God. And stay fun. Have fun in the sun and get laid in the shade. I probably won't see you again after this, but keep in touch. <laughs> That kid like went and like found like some kind of like See, thing to say. <laughs> I think it's funny because like, so this is like my eighth grade yearbook and like my friends. That oh, were, like, see, here's the juicy stuff. Well, my Get friends that were like grade. beef stick. The friend, my, yeah, it's a long story. <laughs> my friends that were females wrote like long like paragraphs. They so, always like, do. Look at my but yearbook. Then, like my best, like one of my best friends, like Brayden, he wrote bitch boy in big words bitch across boy. my yearbook. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like one of my friends, Trent, said, "Peace out, you Jew." Like that's what he oh said. Like, like people said like like random stuff. Like like that's what like the guys did. Yeah. But then girls write like these big old like paragraphs like multi-color like color code them like yeah it's like ridiculous like the difference yeah, like, on, like, so i grabbed gel dallas's pens. yearbook and there's literally nothing because <laughs> well, i gave no shit friends? on anyone <laughs> writing my book i care less do any of those Hilltop i'm sure a little have bit yeah signatures uh, in it you should grab one you're closer i think it's funny like <laughs> i like i don't know like you guys like in middle school like, we had like the yearbook signing party at the end of the year or whatever mm-hmm. and like you got bored so like my close friends I actually friends like signed my yearbook like seven different times like Nathan's Lily wrote in one, two, three, four, <laughs> five, six, seven. Probably like 
eight, nine times, but eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. He's had twelve times. 13, 13, 14 times. Oh my god! <laughs> like you know, and like there's like other for like like my friend Jade, and she signed it once, twice. Um, let me get one more. I have a good one. Three times. Is that oh yours? My god. And they were all paragraphs too. She wrote like three different paragraphs. Jesus, you gotta god. read it. I'm gonna read this yeah, one because all it's shorter. Are mine. <laughs> and then you're gonna read that one. You're one person that wrote it. She wrote it three times. So, <laughs> yeah, sure. Listen to this one. This is my tenth grade yearbook. Um, this was the only year that I went to this school because I was forced to go there um, because it was a new school and opened up and then I ended up crying to the principal and he transferred me back. <laughs> but anyways, I don't know who Garrett is. So this is from Garrett. I don't nice, remember nice. Garrett at all. It says, what's up, sexy girl? Why are you leaving me? You can't leave me. <laughs> well, anyways, this year is this year has been tight as hell. <laughs> Why did I sound like such a mom when I said that? This year has been tight as hell. It's been great talking to you. Holla at your boy. Over break if you're <laughs> bored. Peace. Your Garrett, a.k.a. White Chocolate. <laughs> that sounds like a Garrett. Yeah, that's definitely Garrett. <laughs> yeah, that's a Garrett. <laughs> oh, my God. Who calls himself White Chocolate? See, I don't really And who... the funny thing is, he... I have no idea who Garrett is. He probably looks like, like uh, McLovin. Except I do have a phone <laughs> totally number here. So, yeah. Garrett, if you're listening... And if it's, I have you all think kinds it's you, of phone repeat numbers. to me your phone number because I got it in here. I got all kinds of phone numbers. You just call a random phone number. Seriously, and see <laughs> and ask <laughs> for them. Uh, Could do that part two. <laughs> see if this never work. See, I don't have any like, weird, like, creepings like that, but, like, people have some gross stuff. Like, stuff like, I don't even know why they wrote it in there. Just, yeah, like, read me something gross. I'm not going to read this. Dallas can read this. No, yeah, come this. on. I'm not reading this. Come on. <laughs> yes, you are. Give it to, I'll read it. Give it to me. It's Give that it top to me. Corner one. <laughs> I'll say anything, guys. Give it to me. You won't say that. I guarantee oh, you. Won't. The fuck I won't. <laughs> Which one? Top top uh, right corner. Gary the snail. No, top right on the on the it's other like page. pencil. It's like pencil. <laughs> Remember, one in the pink and two in the stink <laughs> from Tristan. Oh, just why? Like why? Why did he sign something? We should oh call his numbers and be like, "Hey, you told me to call you in, for a good time." <laughs> I'm looking for that. It's funny because like ass away. Yeah, I got that one a lot. Ass away. That was a big one in middle school. You are a big bean from Bean. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that kid actually still goes by the name Bean too. Believe it or not, it's pretty. That's like stuck with him. Gary. Okay, we don't see half of more Gary, half of more Kyle. I'm so excited for high school with you next year. You're one of my best friends. See you next year. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that one from? Sammy. Sam. Oh yeah, Sammy. Sammy Keep actually, up with NASCAR. She actually is a pretty good friend of mine. Oh good. She's going to the Keep, Navy. Wait, so did they call that's... you NASCAR? That was like okay. That, like you'll see like NASCARs all over that yearbook. It's like from like an inside joke that we had like over the DC trips. Like everyone who's like in my groups are coming uh-huh. to NASCAR and like that was like, my like my nickname. But I'd be walking across like the like the quad and they'd be like NASCAR and I'd be like oh what's up and people would, like look at us like what like <laughs> I thought you lived because you live in El Cajon so it's so white trash. Well yeah, I mean NASCAR. Okay. <laughs> that's that had a lot to do with you're it. You're the worst. <laughs> Read from Madison. I want to know what Madison said. Oh jeez, Madison. Maybe you're in trouble. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Remember that one time? <laughs> you are an amazing human being. <laughs> I love you so much. Oh. I literally can't even describe how much you mean to me. But I'm so Team Morgan at this point. Who's this Madison girl? But I know that you're more than everything. You you are 
She needs to learn grammar. You are more than everything to me. So I guess it's quite a lot. I really don't want to take up a whole page, but I could if I wanted to, but I won't. <laughs> Stay amazing, Madison. Who is Madison? Madison was like my like eighth grade girlfriend that I had at the very end of like eighth grade. So Mikhail used to have a 30-day rule. Was yeah. it a 30-day rule? 30 days, yeah. A 30-day rule where he would date a girl, but then he would break up with them. After 30 after days. After 30 days, because he had to holidays. try every flavor. 31. He had to try the 31 flavors, but then he found his girlfriend he's with now, and they've been together. How long have you guys been together now? Ah, uh, shoot. We've been together for two years and seven months, eight months. So you're telling me that you did sports in high school, <laughs> did all those crazy classes, and you're a man whore at the same time? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess. You've done a lot in your 17 years of living. I know. I mean, you write a book. Me at 17. <laughs> My life. 17 years Mikhail. and counting. <laughs> uh, okay, first of all, looking at my yearbook, I realize I have so many dudes that signed this yearbook. Like, where are all my girlfriends? I mean, there are girl ones. That are nice, but it's like, have a good summer. But these like creepy messages that I have in here, I mean, obviously they're all from dudes. I think it's funny that any of those guys walk up to you and say those creepy things in front no, of you. No, fuck no. <laughs> I don't remember. Like, and even the crazy thing is half of them, I don't even remember who they were. So they weren't obviously good friends of mine. It, this one is from Mike, um, who I do know who Mike is. Um, and we're still, I mean, we, we're friends. We're friends on Facebook, right? That count, you know, That doesn't count. Facebook friends no, count. No, I know. I haven't talked to him since, like, <laughs> I ran into him. He was working at Target once. Like, it was cool. But he's very nice. But anyway, he said, hey, Sam, Target, I love you. <laughs> Clean shaven's the path in need to be paven bake. That's why he works at Target. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> we did a lot of crap. I'm glad we're tight. I love you. Mike. I was like, okay. <laughs> Not one bit would I ever say anything about I love you, I love Dallas, or what, like, at the end you of writing I love you a lot story. in my yearbook, too. I guess I was well-loved. Exactly. Like more or, in middle school. No one loved me. <laughs> more younger, that, well, that, that's, like, thrown around a lot more. It's a lot looser than it is when we get older. Okay, and here's the way. last signing that i'm gonna read because it's kind of creepy and it's the name is elon and i don't think that i ever even went to school with an elon <laughs> maybe <laughs> not it's not elon. There's another elon i swear there's another elon out there right yeah apparently. he owns tesla babe you <laughs> fucked up on that one <laughs> yeah, <come> on. <laughs> but it says hey samantha it has been a great year with you by my side. What is up? You've been by a lot of guys' yeah, sides. Yeah, a lot of dudes' sides. In your book is not, these books do not make you look good. <laughs> I had a lot of guy friends. I just didn't realize now, looking back on it, that apparently maybe they, like, I don't know, had alternative motives. Yeah, and I just thought we were friends. I don't know. All right. It says, hope to see you next year, and maybe I'll get lucky, and you'll be in one of my classes next year. <laughs> Okay. I keep staring at, staring at you from afar. And then it's signed Elon Musk. P.S. And I'm just kidding. <laughs> P.S. You should drop Willie and then maybe we can hook up. I never dated a Willie. I don't even know who Willie is. That, that's is. the second time someone said drop Willie. Maybe they did it. Were there up. two Samanthas? They like mix it up and they're like, oh maybe. wait, which Samantha are you? I have no idea. Okay, so... I think with this experiment, it clearly goes to show that we were way more creepy back then than we are now. Oh, yeah, for sure. 
I'm sure it'd be the same. There is nothing like that in his. But you know what? I'd have to see a girl's yearbook. I want to see your mom. I got to redo this yearbook. with my niece. I have to have my niece bring her yearbook. No, you need to have Erin on here and read her. Oh, that'd be a good one. I can have <laughs> I my sister. I she has her yearbook. She does. It's somewhere. Somebody has it. I know it. my dad has his, but it's nothing signed in it. It's just like a blank yearbook. Like Dallas. Come on. So me, my, me and Gary did like, not give a shit. And you on know what? 20 years feelings. from now, this would <laughs> be great to look back on, but no, you don't I've have I've never once. But you know what? So you know where all the fun were? You know where all the fun's coming from? My yearbook. But no, like, I think like, when I get you. my yearbook this year, like, I don't think I'm going to have people sign it. I don't know. I just don't feel like that's anything we, like, our high school does that often. That was the most fun thing that I've done in a long time. You should get people to sign it because you can look back yeah, on it and be like, I never went, like, I'm going to look at my yearbook to like, make my myself school, feel better. There's, like, there's maybe like that seven hilarious. kids that I'd want to sign my yearbook for my school. And like, so it's like, it wouldn't be worth it. Like, I don't you know, know what a lot you of should do. You should do a test where you get all the teachers to sign your yearbook and then you do it again when your youngest brother goes up and then see if they're writing the same exact things in the yearbook. They, or I, if they really could, did like you. We could probably do that already because, like, I know, like, my one of my teachers in the grade, <laughs> he has one signed she in signed there. it. Oh, yeah. And she read wrote, it. like, a big paragraph. Read it. They even left her number in there. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> she said, Dear Mikhail, see, go my Mikhail stick. <laughs> to the man who has it all brains athleticism and good looks you are so amazing a real superstar i will i will miss you so much best of luck with all of your endeavors aloha and shaka <laughs> so that's so creepy the way <laughs> she started not it out creepy yes it is <laughs> It's not, she's trying to like, you know, talk him up. Like, look at, you got it all. You're the whole package. Keep going. Yeah, yeah. Like, look at your. It is not, there. you are just trying to make it creepy. It creepy. is not creepy. <laughs> Mikhail, is she a creepy te- teacher? Oh, well, I mean, like, but at, like, at fifth grade, you think all your teachers are just like, like, there's teachers, you know what I mean? You don't like, like, going back now, like, at my mom's elementary school, like, I see teachers who, like, I had, like, in second grade, I'm like, she's creepy. And, like, I didn't think she was creepy when I was. Did she cane you? Like, come and, like, smell your hair or anything, or no? Okay. No, not, <laughs> <laughs> not like that. But I, mean. I didn't get, like, any weird vibe from that. No, she's actually, like, she's one of my favorite teachers. Like, she's, she's a really cool teacher. Yeah, sure. I she still is. go back and visit her. She's. I'm sure you do visit her. Okay. Well, <laughs> you need to go to bed. We're going to wrap this up now. <laughs> Well, thank you for coming and hanging out and letting us know how high yeah, school is. For sure. I'm yeah. excited to do this again. You're going to be back in a few weeks, actually. We're going to be podcasting with your dad. We're going to be talking about you guys hunt and have a hunting channel, yeah, hunting a, a YouTube channel Yep. called Hunting with Haas. Yep. Yeah, so check correctly? it out. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, we don't want to get too much into that, but yeah, we're going to do an entire episode on that, which I'm excited about. Yeah. I'm um, excited. But yeah, I hope you really enjoyed listening to all the creepy shit that's in my <laughs> high school yearbooks. And we'll be back soon. Mikhail, do you have any social media? I know that you were against it for a really long time. No, I'm back on social media. So where can people find you and follow you or reach out to you if they have uh, questions or anything like that? Yeah, Instagram be the best. It's uh, g.m.gasaway. Gasaway spelled G-A-S-S-A-W-A-Y. You're going to have to pause and rewind that if you want to get that. And then Dallas, where can they find you on on uh, Instagram? Uh, DJ six one nine or D. I don't even use know because he doesn't use it. DC, well, okay. oh, DCJ six one nine. I think it's DJC, isn't it? Yeah. It's DCJ. DCJ six one nine. If you backwards. want to follow Dallas, <laughs> if you want to see what he looks like. But more importantly, please go follow the Best of the West Instagram. We're on SoundCloud, iTunes, Instagram, Facebook. Reach out to us. Talk to us. Ask us questions. 
ignore us just listen to us whatever all right and we'll be back um i'll be back in a few days actually um with my next podcast which is coming up with jake and rod soon so thank you for listening and we will talk to you guys later see ya see ya